Hello and welcome to my podcast and to my YouTube channel. I say that because it depends on how you're actually viewing this or listening to this particular podcast. Um, so welcome to everyone who's either watching or viewing this. I'm here today with a very good friend of mine, uh, Paul Dowd as well. He is, well, was actually a professional photographer for many years, uh, now pretty much retired, although you're still really enjoying the aspects of photography and video, but more in a leisure way rather than in a professional status. Just, just for me now, Bob, I, I don't do it for anybody else really just just my own gigs no paid ones well this is why i love doing my podcast on my youtube channel i've got no clients breathing down my neck and telling me <laughs> how i should do it i do it the way i want to do it yep stick your fingers and, up to them. and that's what we that's what we enjoy right as the title says on the screen there sony zv1 initial thoughts so um paul actually hasn't really seen this camera much he's kind of picked it up once or twice but not really had a chance to play with it so i think this is an ideal opportunity for somebody who hasn't played with it to have a look at it so paul yeah uh, well tell I, us what I you have, think i have picked it up uh, a couple of times but really not done anything other than take a couple of photographs on auto so um and i was quite impressed just with the initial feel it's got a lovely it's a small camera feel but um it's got a lovely little grip on there that that gives you a little bit of reassurance that you're not going to drop it yeah it's effectively uh, styled along the lines of the rx100 range um apparently it's got the lens that was on the rx100 5a va yeah because uh, there's seven of them in the rx100 range so um it's got the lens from the rx100 5a um and the sensor and the electronics from the rx107 and what Sony have done, and I think cleverly, personally, Paul, I really think it's clever, they've combined the two technologies or the two uh, different cameras to create the new range because it isn't called an RX range. It's an out, uh, what was it, ZV range. And I reckon, obviously, there'd be more of them, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the box, what does that, what does that tell you, what their target is? It's made for vlogging. Yes, made for vlogging. That's what it says on the box. <laughs> made for vlogging. Probably a little bit unfair to the camera because the camera is probably a very, very um, capable little piece of kit. But it is very, very capable. And, and um, everything's familiar. I mean, yeah. I've used Sony a couple of times. Your Sony's, and I had a, a A6000 myself, and, and everything is very familiar on the back. So they've done a good job of keeping it. Um, no viewfinder. No viewfinder. No viewfinder, no. That's unfortunate. I think but... that would upset... Um, a Only few... the oldies. <laughs> well, this is, this is a point, isn't it? I mean, it's going to upset those that are into stills photography to some extent. But, boy, it's a compact camera, for heaven's sake. People are used to... People... I actually don't like using a mobile phone for taking photographs. I can't hold it. it it's, I just find it really, like, you know, bizarre. But um, it's, you know, you know, most people would use a mobile phone. If you're coming from a mobile phone and you're using that for taking photographs... You're not going to worry about a viewfinder. Well, no. Um, and like I said, it is really just the, the, not the older generation, but certainly people of a certain age that are used to throwing the camera up to their eye to take a photograph. It does, it is very alien still for me. I mean, um, I've kept up with technology as far as cameras are concerned very well, but I still like to put the camera to my eye. And this feels not wrong, but not right. Right. Um, but you're more of a photographer rather than a videographer, aren't you? Yeah, you, you always yeah, have been course, a traditional yeah. photographer. Um, for me, I I agree with you, but 
I've only had that three or four days and I've got really useful facts. I don't even think I wish it had a viewfinder. To be fair, in bright sunlight, it can be an issue taking photographs because obviously um, you, you've got the, the sun beaming down on the monitor. But, um, you know, overall, I think the style and the handling, I think Sony have done a really good job. There's a little close-up of the screen the wrong way around. The articulating screen, pretty good. Turns around. Closes up on the back of the camera, turns around, folds up. Didn't really see that. It's good, good. Isn't it? Yeah, it is very good. I mean, very much like my Olympus, so well, identical to the Olympus. Uh, but it is very good. It's a very good idea because that makes it compact again. So when you're just taking photographs, you, you're back to being a very small camera, a very hand, handy sized camera. But when you're vlogging, it comes out, pointed towards yourself, becomes a vlogger. Yeah, I mean, it, as I say, it's sold as a vlogging camera, hence the reason it says that on the box. Yeah. It goes right down to f1.8 at its widest. And I think that's, that's uh, pretty good, pretty outstanding. Yeah, um, absolutely. There has been criticism, though, that the 24mm isn't wide enough for vloggers. Um, I, I can kind of see that because you don't get... With vlogging, they, 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 they reckon you want to try and get the ambience of this, your surroundings so people can kind of see where you are. Um, and it is quite tight. You do have to hold it out quite a long way from, from I your arm. I suppose you'd have to ask the vloggers. Yeah, the vloggers. Not the reviewers, the, yeah, the vloggers. The vloggers, because neither you or I uh, so in six are months, into vlogging. In six months' time, when the camera's been out for a while, we'll know whether it was any good or not. Whether it was, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, think it, I think it's fine. Um, it's got a three well, capsule microphone on the top. Yeah, have a, have let's a look. Have a look. So, obviously, we've got no SD card in here today. So, I'm out at its widest, and I'm going to have it on a, some kind of stick, aren't I? Why is that not perfectly wide enough, Bob? I, I believe. I, I think so. Yeah, um, for the for the viewers, you can't see that, and for the people listening to the, the podcast, you can't see it. But. Um, it's got a good head and shoulders and a good wide angle to it. I think 24 millimeters is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they, what they've done, they've used the same lens, Super mainly to actually keep costs down so they don't have to re-engineer a new lens. But I'd like to think that would be a successful camera and, uh, you know, a little prompt Sony to want to, uh, you know, manufacture a second version of it, you we, know. We can't, until we record that, we can't let the viewers see, can we, what exactly it, uh, no. kind of field of view it's got. But no, I took the SD card out because it's in my laptop. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have it. If I was vlogging, not that I do, but if I was vlogging, I wouldn't say that that was a... no. Too, uh, and, too long a lens. And it's got a three-capsule microphone in it, which is unusual for Sony, so it's got a really good mic. Um, but they've got a mic jack. Now, again, to stills photographers, that doesn't mean a lot. But for people into video, whether you're doing vlogging or not is irrelevant. But if you're into video, having a camera with a mic jack... And you found this out because you've sure. just recently purchased the G80, uh, the Panasonic G80, and you're loving it, aren't you? I am. And it's got a mic jack. Um, I'm going to be dabbling with a bit of video myself over the next few weeks and i have been I've been procrastinating a little bit but uh, uh I, I i have learned quite a lot from bob uh about mike jacks and and um resolutions and shutter speeds and everything and uh, certainly this one looks as though it's a, a complete little package it is isn't it? yeah yeah so um let's have a look at paul's um now again for the listeners we'll describe it's got three ports on the side and um, 
what Sony have done, again, to the criticism of some uh, some reviewers, I actually think it's a bonus and not a criticism. So you've got your three ports. You've got your uh, micro HDMI, um, which is fine. That means you can output it to a monitor or external recorder, such as the Atomos recorder, um, or like the monitors I've got on the top of my Z50, Nikon Z50 there. Um, but the, uh, the only downside of the HDMI out is... When you plug a monitor in, it cuts, cuts off the monitor on the back of a camera. So you're reliant on the monitor right. that you've got plugged in. Um, that's frustrating, but that's well, Sony. One, one thing that I will say straight off the bat, opening them for the first time, they are, unlike a couple of other cameras, and I can't remember which ones now, uh, but they're, the mic jack and the ports are on the opposite side to the way the screen articulates, so that's good. Well so spotted. Well spotted, because on my G90, on the Nikons, on all of them, it's on the same side. Yeah. So when you plug a headphone or microphone in, and it blocks the, or it obscures Which, the monitor. Generally, I mean, for me at the moment, it's not a deal breaker because I'm new. But I can imagine for the for the more um, professional of the videographers out there, it can be a pain in the ass. It the is, yeah. On, on the same sides. But, but the fact that it's on the opposite side is good straight away. Yeah, so it's got the... At the top is a mic jack. Yeah, my three point five mil mic jack with a hot shoe, so you can actually plug an external mic into the mic jack and put it in the hot shoe, which is nice. A little compact camera having the hot shoe. Again, hot shoe doesn't get in the way because the screen articulates over to there instead of articulating up and over the top. What? Indeed, so, it, yeah. Um, to the viewers, the screen comes out to the side as opposed to flipping up or flipping down. So uh, if you plug a microphone in it's not going to obscure the screen. But likewise, if it flipped down, you can't put it on a tripod, That's which right. is a problem exactly. we have with a Z50. A common um, problem. And the Canon, uh, what's that, the M5. Uh, you have to use an offset bracket to use the screen, you know. Um, so, but, but it's got the micro or mini USB port, which, again, people have criticised. Why, in 2020, haven't Sony gone with a USB-C port? But you know what, Paul, for me, that's a Brucey bonus because I have got the little Sony grip. I don't know where it is, but I've also got uh, these sort of things. This, this is a Jobo, Jobo, I mean, it's a Jobo GoPro grip. T <laughs> God, can't okay. believe I got, say that when you're drunk. Um, I bought this grip for me GoPro because it's got a battery in it. Now, because it hasn't got USB-C, my little Sony grip that I bought for it fits it and works with it. So you can adjust the zoom, take photographs, video, and whatever. But this is great because it's still got the original Sony BX1 battery that the RX100s have. And people are complaining that the battery life isn't so long. Um, but you can charge that camera and run it from the USB port. So if you've got Good. a grip like this, and I'm showing this to the camera for purely for the viewers that can uh, see it. Unfortunately, the listeners can't see it, but um, you can literally plug this straight into the um, grip, that into the side there, yeah. put that on top, and you've got that well, would last a day. So why worry as about well as the battery in the camera? As well as yeah. So why worry about a little battery in the camera? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good idea. Was that not the case with any other Sony cameras? Uh, no, not all of them. No, no. no. Um, I don't know which ones. I'm I, I'm kind of lost. 
I lost it with Sonny really for a bit, and I've only just gone back to Sonny. Um, but I've, I think that's, that's great. So, you know, and also, if you don't want to carry around that, the batteries are tiny. If you look how tiny those batteries are, a couple of those little batteries in your pocket. <laughs> I mean, the third-party third party batteries are not going to be quite as good as the Sony batteries, I don't think. But um, So, yeah, I think the battery life is great. So that's for ports. The iAutofocus is phenomenal, Paul, in video and in stills. It, it's just tenacious. It just works. Right. I haven't yet... Look, uh, let me put it into video mode. The thing is, this camera is a video-centric camera because it hasn't got your traditional mode dial. Um, but again, all you do is just push the mode button in on the top. Not that anyone can see that. Push the mode button in and um, just turn the dial on the back here. Not again, the listeners won't be able to hear, see this and also the viewers can't really too well. But Well, we had um, this conversation the other day, didn't we? About... And you just literally just turn the dial. But if I put it into video mode, like so... Right, and, and you can choose shutter priority, after priority, programmed automatic for video. I always put it on shutter priority. So I can set here in the UK the magic 150th of a second. But you point that at a few faces, and you, and you see how it picks the eye up. I've only got the one. You see how it picks that eye up? Yes, I do. It's very good, isn't it? Isn't it? And it can be quite a distance away. You don't have to be right on top of a person for it to pick it up. Is there a picture on the wall? Yep, bang on, straight away. Yeah. Snapped in, and that's with a, a, a photograph yeah. with her, her uh, eyes covered by hair. And she doesn't uh, she she doesn't normally pick her eye out. Yeah. No, it's very good, very snappy. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, very snappy. Yeah. Now, for vlogging, fantastic feature that is, isn't it? But the fact that, you know, as you're f walking around, moving around, it will stick to your face, and it will stick to it like glue. It is very, very good. Yeah, very, good. very good. Um, so, yeah, I think it will be... Um, mm. Now, is it a good still? I genuinely think uh -huh. there's going to be a lot of people asking because um, nobody on the internet <clears throat> is talking about, it, talking about it as a stills camera. There's hardly any reviewers even mentioning that it takes stills. I've taken a lot of stills with it, Paul. I'm really enjoying it as a stills camera. It's got the same features as what the RX100 has and all the RX100s, but it's just lacking the mode dial and easy access to the manual buttons. Um, but why is that a problem? Because you've got the wheel on the back here for adjusting your aperture if you're in aperture priority and your shutter if you're in shutter priority. Well, have we, as know. we said before, um, if you're a pro, then no, probably not, because you need to, you need to have... First of all, you don't need to look at it. You need to know where the buttons are when it's yeah. up at your face. You need to know. Bang, 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 yeah. done. But once you're used to a menu system, it still becomes bang, 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 done. It does. It's just a different way of doing it. And clearly, we've got some examples in front of us of the pictures you've taken. And it's a Sony camera. So we've said before that their pictures are outstanding. They're, they're a bit clinical, but they're outstanding. The pictures are beautiful. Beautiful yeah. colours, beautiful depth of field. It's all in... Yeah. If you scan through, you know, um, a few, um, yeah, the raw files we can't view yet. Um, but look at the sharpness, the clarity. Again, unfortunately, yeah. your listeners aren't going to be able to see see that. But a little bit of radio go, silence there. Yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> um, spin forward to a few other cats because another nice feature with this. Um, do you know? A lot of things I think manufacturers put them in because they can. 
right, but um, it's got animal eye detect, particularly cats and dogs. I don't know if it works with birds and other animals, but um, now I love photographing my cats, well, particularly that cat, but um, again, the listeners won't be able to see this, but Paul's looking at some pictures on the computer of uh, little Sammy. And um, the eye, it just locked in on the eye. I can't prove that because there's no cat here for you to test it with. But yeah. um, I can assure you, Paul, that just locked in on Sammy's eye. It was it was brilliant. Well, for the for you the know. listeners on the podcast, uh, I can tell you now, having seen quite a few photographs down the years and and seen a lot of good quality, these are these are very very sharp and very well exposed. I know that they're on auto, aren't they? I guess yeah, they're on yeah, auto yeah. with the eye. Um, yeah, with the eye. The, eye yeah. Thing. Yeah, but um, they are as Sony always are. They are virtually perfect. The resolution is outstanding. The the, the color is a bit flat, but it is on a few. Yeah, it is. Uh, day, yeah, mind it. but but certainly the quality and the resolution and the clarity, like I said, as Sony generally are, almost perfect. And so I think it's a great stills camera. Now then features there's this quickly run few there's two features paul but again i thought it was a toy but they're not it's got they've got a feature on here uh called bokeh mode i don't know what they call it to be honest i call it bokeh mode push that button and it sets the aperture to f1.8 so if you're out and about taking photographs or video and the camera has set an aperture say f8 for sake of argument in bright sunlight you can push that and it whack it right down to 1.8 so it's not a computational sort of out of focus background that iPhones do and Android phones do. It's a genuine shuts the aperture down or opens the aperture, so you don't get that computational horrid effect. So does it do that in auto mode yeah. as well? So if yeah. you're in auto, you, you can, can go... just push that and it's, right. it'll take it straight to f one point eight. Clever so little mode that quicker than a pro camera because yeah. <laughs> you literally have to in, yeah click it over in, to aperture. I wasn't sure if that would work. I wasn't sure if that would work in shutter priority. Um, I got I keep mine on shutter priority so I don't get camera shake. Yeah. But you push that button and it will whack the aperture. Uh, I don't know how well it will work indoors because there's not there's not a lot of light in here anyway. But so I'm going to change the mode because it's in video at the moment. Yeah. To change the mode to I auto. So we're in I auto. And it's on 1.8 anyway. So it's gone up to... Uh, so, right, it's gone up to f3.2 because I'm shining it at a light. If I hit that button, background defocus. Right, okay, yeah. Every press takes it in or out of the mode. Yeah. Yeah, very good. It's very good. Good idea. Yeah, good idea, that. That's one thing I think is a great, the best implementation. This is one of its strong selling points. And again, it's not a gimmick. It, for YouTubers particularly, um, this would work great. We call it showcase mode um, in video. And what it does, uh, let's again go back to video. Brilliant this is. I'm going to find this a lot of fun and it's going to be really, really good. Uh, where are we? Video. Oh, not that. Not that one video, shutter priority, shutter priority. I've got it set on me function button. So you hit, a, you go into your function, and there's a mode here called showcase mode. Product showcase mode. Yeah. Turn that on. 
it's on off at the moment turn back oh it's on off turn it on right now what will happen so you're filming yourself you have to have it on a tripod uh, you're filming yourself and if you hold something up in front of a camera it doesn't have to block your face the minute you bring something up to the camera it focuses on it boom snap straight into it and then the minute you remove it it, it goes back to your face or whatever it is you know um, fantastic little feature so um, that's in the menu that's that's in the what I call they call it the function menu I've set it up in the function menu so you, it, it was on a pre-assigned button but I've taken off a button, so I've put the ND filters on the right. one of the function buttons. Great little feature from such a little It is camera. fantastic, yeah. yeah. I've seen it working, yeah. you've shown me it working, and it is fabulous. It really is very, very clever. Three-stop ND filter, bit onto it, switchable. Mm -hmm. I've got that set game brilliant for that. It's not a massive three stops isn't great, but it's a it's a help. Yeah, you know, when you're it's out helpful. Out. When you're ah. doing your best Casey Neistat. No record limit in video. Now there is a record limit of five minutes. But you can bypass that. You turn off the overheating sensor, so it cooks for camera and destroys it. <laughs> that's what again. That's what we don't know yet, do we? Yeah, what what the long term damage is going to be to the electronics exactly. if you turn off the overheating sensor? Um, I have, I have actually turned off the overheating sensor. But of course, we live in the UK. We don't get hot weather here, do we? Just throw it out. Oh, well, funny enough, we say that. Today and tomorrow is going to be blistering hot. But, you know, um, so I'll have to go outdoors and try it, see if I can um, overheat it. Yeah, yeah. But it hasn't, well, over, it but it hasn't overheated camera. as yet, you know. Um, Does this unscrew? Can you put... No. Right, OK. No. So there's no uh, additional no lens. Thread. Right. No. no. OK, um, fair enough. No, it is what it is. And that's a shame. It would have been nice if I had to put a filter thread on. Yeah. But the other, there's another feature with video. I say it shows you how video-centric this camera is. Oh, I'm going to show you, Paul. Well, I can't because there's no SD card in. But, yeah, no SD. It's come up a warning. No SD card. It's got a tally light. Yeah. Again, we've, we've been but through this yesterday, didn't we? we fabulous. Do you know... As a, if you're not into video or you're not into it in a big way, you would have, or if you're not into filming yourself, you're always behind the camera, you would have no idea how incredibly useful the fact that there's a tally light. I've been doing YouTube videos for four years, three years. Uh, there must be 10, 15 occasions at least where I've been uh, waffling away only to find I hadn't even hit the record button. Or it stopped for whatever whatever reason, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at the Z50 now. We're assuming that's still running. Because we actually don't know, do we, Paul? No, we don't. You know, no. The Canon, you just burped. I did. But you tried doing it quietly. Um, I was trying not to tell the people. <laughs> the Canon M5, no record light. Um, no, it's you, very true. The Panasonic G90, it's got a record light because of the articulating screen. You know, you can see it on the articulating well, screen. the silly just. thing is that every camera has a focus assist light on the front. Yeah. They could surely, you know, double yeah, that up as a tally light. Exactly. But this has got its own tally light. Little yeah. camera like this. Good idea. Yeah, good idea. There's you one know, thing I don't like about it more than anything else. What's that? And it confuses the older folk. When you, when you articulate the screen, <laughs> the Sony is upside down. You, can you see that? Good gosh! Of course, when yeah, you when put you it on that way is the right way up. But there we go. So that's a, um, a, a sort of a quick overview of the new uh, ZV1. I'm delighted with it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm pleased with it still. I will say this and, much: it is a lovely little, well-built camera. Yeah, and quality all round. Good. There we go, Paul. I 
really really appreciate you coming in today it means a lot to me and that's great um and we'll get together the next one we'll be doing paul i think is a toy that you recently bought it's Yay. the mavic mini the dgi mavic air mini mavic right. mini whatever it is that was my 50th birthday present guys 50 gosh so thanks everyone for listening to this podcast if you're listening to it and thanks to you on youtube if you're watching this video uh, please subscribe to my youtube channel if you haven't already done so and please subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already done so that would be absolutely fabulous so once again thanks very much for listening and for watching cheers for now bye bye, -bye.